We're joined on Sports Talk now by Matt Walsh, owner of the Sky Sport Breakers, and it's good news. The boys are coming home, Matt. How was that conversation when you told them? And welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks, Darcy. Yeah, um, look, it's really exciting uh, that we've been hoping for this uh, Trans-Tasman bubble to open for a long time. And for our guys to be able to come home and finish the season with seven home games is very exciting. We obviously hoped that it would happen a bit sooner with the bubble opening April 19th, but um, regardless, we're very excited and um, we're very thankful. You know, the fans have been very supportive all season and I know our guys are very excited to get home to their families and children and, and play, in, play, play at Spark Arena, play at Trust Arena and play some great games here in New Zealand. So why the date, the 20th of May? How did you come to that date and not earlier, Matt? Well, I, I can tell you I did not come of it because I, I, I wanted the boys home here on April 20th for a home game. So um, we pushed as hard as we could with the league. Obviously, due to all the COVID complications all season, it's been a really st- big struggle for the league to get all the games in and with scheduling. And I, I do believe they did the best they can. And we just kind of got the short end of the stick um, with with having to wait a little bit. But um, I, th- I think it'll be all worthwhile once we get home in front of our fans and the guys can give their families a hug. What happens if the bubble bursts? <laughs> well, um, the reality is then, you know, those seven games, unless we're here already, uh, those seven games are likely to be in Australia like the rest of our games have been. Um, we're hopeful that it, that uh, that doesn't happen. But given what's, what's happened with COVID so far, you, you never know. We're preparing to have our home games. And if something changes, like we've had to, all year, we'll, we'll get through it and we'll deal with it and then the planning will start for next year. I suppose the contingency for the likes of the Kings and the, and the, the Phoenix and the Hawks and those teams that are coming over, I can't predict that either, can you? They just have to be moved fast if the bubble does burst. Yeah, it's not all that different than what's happened all year in Australia. If something popped up in Brisbane, we've had to adjust. We've had to move from Melbourne to Tasmania to Cairns. It just is the way it is. It's the new normal until uh, vaccinations come to this part of the world. So we're ready. Uh, The guys are very excited to come home, but they're professionals. They've handled it all year. And if something changes, like I said, you know, we're getting to the business end of the season. We'll get through it and we'll move on and we'll start prepping for next year. But um, our intent is to start winning some games and to kind of like last year, go on a big run and, and see what we can do here at the end of the year. When the team does arrive back again, a number of teams, like there's seven games to be played in a very short amount of time, when are you going to determine the venues? Are you going to go up and down the country? Is it going to be solely Auckland? When's that decision being made, Matt? Yeah, so we're certainly going to play some regional games. It's been a big part of what we've done the last two years, and um, we remain adamant that our fan base is not just here in Auckland. We represent the whole country. So especially with seven games in basically 18 days or whatever it ends up being, we're going to play some regional games. Um, we're going to do our best to get some really good dates here in Auckland so our the largest part of our fan base can come out and support us. But we do intend to go to the regions, and we hope by this time next week, at the very latest, to have announced our entire schedule and, and give people a chance to buy tickets and start to plan. Is that up for tender, these games outside of the Auckland region? Yeah, so basically, like we have the last, the last two years, when we've gone to the region, there's been an overwhelming amount of support and desire to have us there. Now, with a quick turnaround, a lot of it comes down to venue availability. And um, you know, obviously, we're dealing with that with Spark Arena as well, with the Van Gogh exhibit. So we're doing our best to get in the best possible venues and to create a schedule that not only gives our guys the best chance to win, but and gives the fans 
uh, a really good chance to come out and see us here and in the region. So what's the alternative if you can't get into Spark? I mean, is that a reality that you might not be able to play at Spark and you might have to go somewhere else like you know, North Shore Event Centre or Trust Stadium out west? Yeah, so we're certainly going to have some games at Spark, um, but we will have some games here in the Auckland area that are not at Spark. Um, most likely Trust Arena, just due to venue availability, like I said. And, um, you know, Trust was an amazing venue last year for the New Zealand NBL. It's not quite uh, what we're used to, but we believe that, you know, we can get our courtside set up virtually exactly the same and, you know, play in front of between four and 5,000 there. It's not the eight or nine that we were getting at Spark last year, but again, this is one of those years that we just have to make the best of it. And I know the New Zealand fan base and they'll come out and support us no matter where we are. So, um, you know, hopefully it'll, It'll draw a really good crowd out there as well. Based on what happened in Launceston uh, versus the Wildcats, does Trust Arena have a clock that works? Uh, well, I'm very hopeful uh, <laughs> that at least, at, a, at the very least, I can be over there yelling at the clock workers, start the clock, start the <laughs> clock, start the clock. Yeah, so hopefully that will, that will be an impact. I'm sure that the, the NBL referees are not looking forward to coming and hearing my voice again. I'm sure they're not, but we love hearing it. And thanks for joining us on the show. What about the imports, though? What's the deal around getting them back into the country around visas, vaccination, whatever? What kind of trouble do you face with that, Matt? I think we're going to be able to work around that. Um, We've been in constant communication with all the necessary parties there in terms of immigration and getting guys visas. And um, because obviously it's not just our imports, but it's the imports on the other teams. And because everyone's been based in Australia, um, I, I don't foresee that being an issue. It's something that we're working through now, and we're in constant communication with Sport New Zealand as well if we need their support and the minister. So um, I, I don't foresee any issues there. If you have a run like you did at the end of last year and things actually work for you, you you're happy enough to head back over to the West Island again for the playoffs should that happen? Yeah, the, the great thing is that once the Van Gogh exhibit is, is out of Spark Arena, hopefully we'll be preparing for the playoffs in, in mid-June and there is some venue availability that opens up. So we'd love to, we'd love to, um, again, and trust is, it really is a great arena. So if we had to do a playoff game there, that'd be fine as well. But hopefully we're selling out Spark Arena for some playoff games here in, in about two months. And on that, Matt Walsh, he's the owner of the Sky Sport Breakers. We thank you very much for your time. Love the sound of your voice, mate. You go well. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> great to catch up. See you, Darcy.